and welcome to my thought experiment. Today I want us to discuss something a bit heavy. I want us to discuss loss. As you put it, the kind of loss that is so deep that goes to your soul, to your spirit, to, affects you mentally and it drains you almost physically. And the worst part about this kind of loss is that more often than not, people treat you like the perpetrator instead of the victim. I'm joined today by someone very dear to me, who I'm going to call Abiga for no reason. Nijina Kamayako, Atankati Nijina. Who has a story to tell us. And I, I won't say much today, it's not about me. Yes. Tell us. Um, so today I'm going to tell you my story, which happened to me when I was 18, straight into university. L literally the age of consent. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. What did you do with this consent power you got? Oh, I did everything. Oh. Yeah, you know it's the first time in the, <laughs> you're in, the, <laughs> you're in the hostel. You're starting to experience freedom. Uh, you're starting to meet boys. You're going out. So um, it was my, the end of my first year in school. I met this boy through a friend. We started going for dates. Me, uh, I fell in love. I don't know about him, but me, I was very much in love. And then, of course, at that age, you're also sexually active. And... Mrs. Um, Jua, guys. <laughs> so, um, it happened that we went out, uh, had unprotected sex. And uh, a month later, of course, I missed my period. And I took a test and I found out I was pregnant. Did you tell? Yeah, I oh, called well, her. I called him because I did the test. So you told him after the test or after you missed your period? After the test. Okay. Yeah, because it took me a while to even notice I had missed my period. Man, <laughs> a while to yes. I think men monitor the women's calendar more than the women monitor their own calendar. Yes. <laughs> Plus, remember we were drunk, so I didn't even like... I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I found out I was pregnant. And I called him. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, he was shocked. It's not really... I don't know what I was expecting when I called him, but um, after... The first thing he told me was, okay, so when are we going to take it out? You know? Well, well, no. There was no... Nothing. So to not to Alini? Eh, to not to Alini. How old was how old was he at the time? He was uh I think he was twenty, he was two years older. Okay. Yeah, he was young. He was also young. But expect to that choice. Oh my god, no, babe, come. Let's Nothing. figure it out together. Nothing. <laughs> so when I told him, me I'm not sure. Mm. I'm not sure what I want to do yet. So he got mad and he stopped talking to me. So now you're just left there alone. You don't know what you're going to do. Of course, I cannot tell my parents. 
from another. You have wanted to tell your parents. My mom, maybe. What about your dad? Um, from the stories I had of what happened to my elder sister, of course, I I couldn't have told my dad. Yeah. So um, I called my sister, who is the only person I thought I could talk to. But when I called her, you know, sometimes you you don't want to. How can I say? How can I put it? You don't want to necessarily get advice. You just want to be supported in the situation. But I didn't get that. Akanza um, kunitetesha, of course. Oh, you know your parents. Your dad is going to kick you out of the house. How did you get into this position, Ninini? And then she also went quiet on me. So I was alone. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was. <laughs> but I was alone. So, being a young person now, I just thought, you know, the only option I have now is to not keep the pregnancy. So, I started asking around. I was told, you know, there's marriage stops. You can always go there and figure out what you're going to do. You're going to need to do 8K. Now you're thinking, okay, where will I find 8,000 shillings? So, I called the boy. I told him, okay, fine. I've made up my mind. I don't want to keep the pregnancy. He gave me, I think, half the money, and then I think I asked around, and then I got the money. I woke up a week later. Nikanda Kibera. Yeah. Okay, that's where I was. I was told, so I was just going by word of mouth. I went to Mary Stops. I met some really nice lady actually. I gave her the money. She gave me the pills. She told me how to take them and all. And then I went back to the hostel, thinking, you know, it's just pills and then that's it. So I took the pills. Um, after like a couple of hours, you start shivering, you start vomiting, and then like just blood. That's how I can describe it. It's just a lot of blood. And then, you know, you're thinking you're alone. You know, if you die here, what are you going to tell people? Yeah, no, you died. You were dying, aborting. It was, it was, it was very traumatic. And I think the worst part for me was when, like, I finally went to the loo, and um, you can you can feel the baby coming out. But it's okay, you know. And then you just, you know, you flash the toilet, and that's it. <laughs> you know, it's a lie how you see your friends do it, and you think, you know, it's easy. You just take the baby out, and that's it. It's not, you know, as, as someone who, I'm not sure about a lot of things in my life, but I was sure I want to be a mom when I grow up. So it really hit me when I did that. And you can't tell anyone, you know, the boy is not there. You haven't told your parents, your sister is not talking to you. So I just had to go home and pretend that everything is okay. But after months of crying myself to bed, I've lost weight. I just I gathered up the courage to tell my dad I need to talk to someone. Yeah. 
So I went to therapy. I was able to forgive myself for what I did. Forgive the boy for leaving me in that situation. Forgive my sister because I was very disappointed, you know? I was even telling my therapist, like, how am I supposed to be happy for this chick when she gets pregnant and she wasn't there for me? So I walked through that anger. I was able to tell my mom what I did. Yeah, and I just I want to tell young girls out there, you know, it's not um, it's not just a decision you make and move on with your life. It's actually really the guilt that you carry after that single action is a lot. Is a lot. I know you'll see when you enter campus, you'll see girls do it, and you'll think it's such a simple thing, but it's not. It's not. It's tough. Yeah, that's the story. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. It worries me that you are alone. Mm? What, what happened to your friends and family who to live? You had no friends? I had, you know, in campus you think, you think you have friends, but they're just friends you go out with, not really people you can come and talk to, mm. you know. So really, I think only my best friend was the one who was there for me, Kabisa. But they don't really understand what you... With that just... Even telling people I had an abortion, that sentence, you can't tell people. So it was a very... I just wanted to keep it a secret. If it wasn't for therapy, I don't think I'd even, like, tell anyone about it. Yeah. But now, you know when you forgive yourself, you're like, okay, this is a part of me. It's okay. I did what I did. I did what I thought was best for me at that moment. And it's okay. So now is when at least I can tell people. Yeah. But I'd tell people, talk to your parents. Because when I told my mom, um, she said, like, when... Because the therapist asked her, like, okay, if she would have told you she was pregnant, like, what would you have done? And she said, you know, it's okay. I would have just helped her through it. So just remember, you can always talk to your parents. I didn't think I had an option then, but mm -hmm. at least now I know. Yeah, you can always talk to someone. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this installment of the Naked Dead Thought Experiment. I have nothing useful to add. Feel free to reach us on 0757122942 to discuss this installment and... Oh, God damn. Yes. What's up, us? <laughs>